Good morning and welcome to the Leaders Brief by Ego Monk. Today we will revisit the US presidential race and examine how President Donald Trump's COVID infection may affect his election campaign. We will then discuss a group of Indian startups that are getting together to work against Google's dominance in the tech world and finally examine section 230 of the US's Communications Decency Act and why the Senate Commerce Committee plans to subpoena the CEOs of Twitter, Facebook and Google. Uh, I came here wasn't feeling so well. I feel much better now. We're working hard to get me all the way back. I have to be back because we still have to make America great again. I think I'll be back soon. and i look forward to finishing up the campaign the way it was started and the way we've been doing and so i just want to tell you that i'm starting to feel good uh you don't know over the next period of a few days i guess that's the real test us president donald trump said from the walter reed military medical center in bethesda where he was admitted after testing positive for covid-19 there is confusion about the health condition of the us president who was being administered remdesivir an intravenous antiviral drug sold by American pharmaceutical company Gilead Sciences. While physician Sean Conley had said that Trump is doing very well while giving an update about the president's health, several media reports have quoted unnamed sources saying that the next 24 hours remain critical for the president and the condition of his vitals had raised concerns. It'll be a while until Donald Trump can be actively involved with his election campaign and his health scare has created panic among the Republican ranks. While COVID-19 continues to have a low fatality rate, It has taken almost a million lives this year, and a full recovery may take anywhere between two to six weeks. At Trump's age of 74, the coronavirus is lethal, and the president will need to remain under constant care and may just be able to resume full working capacity before November 3rd. The situation has left two pressing questions. The first is whether Vice President Mike Pence will be given charge in Trump's absence. The second and more pressing one is: Will the president, who's clearly out of the campaigning scene, be in a condition deemed fit to contest the presidential elections. While the first question is a matter of protocol and may soon see fruition, the second remains a disturbing prospect for the entire Republican group. Several people close to the president, including his campaign adviser Chris Christie, have tested positive for COVID-19. America's handling of the pandemic has been severely criticized on several levels, and the country continues to lead both in the number of deaths and registered cases. 77-year-old Democratic candidate and former US Vice President Joe Biden has used Trump's skeptical approach towards the pandemic as a weapon to attack the Republican campaign. The rising number of cases and Trump's constant rhetoric ignoring the pandemic as a major threat has tilted the presidential race in favor of the Democrats. However, Trump getting infected will undoubtedly have a significant impact on the election results. Moving on to some tech news from Asia, a group of Indian CEOs and organizations led by Paytm are working to create an alternate app store for Android applications in an attempt to decrease dependency on Google, whose mobile operating system Android dominates over 90% of the Indian smartphone market. The move comes after the US tech giant decided to levy a 30% cut on financial transactions happening through its Play Store. Paytm CEO Vijay Sharma told reporters that the country's digital startups need to have a collective voice so that the government and the people will listen. and India's digital dreams do not get controlled by one or two tech companies. Apart from Paytm, CEOs of 55 other companies including Razorpay participated in a Zoom meeting to decide how to create an alternative app store for India, 
which they believe will also become a strategic advantage for applications being developed in India. Google had recently removed Paytm from its Play Store for non-compliance with its policies. Google has removed several local Indian apps in the past without any formal notice. It has also sent notices to Zomato and Swiggy for gamifications and promotions related to the Indian Premier League. Notably, Fortnite maker Epic Games is suing Apple for a similar policy where applications are forced to pay the company a cut of up to 30% for using its payment platform. The CEOs of Google, Facebook and Twitter were recently subpoenaed by the US Senate Commerce Committee in the run-up to the US presidential elections. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey has confirmed that he will participate in the hearing on October 28th, less than a week before Americans vote to elect their 46th president. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and Google CEO Sundar Pichai are yet to make a formal announcement. The hearing will examine Section 230 of the US's Communications Decency Act, a law that protects online platforms from legal liability for content produced by users on their platforms. It essentially distances online platforms from the responsibility attached to any user-generated content. A decision to scrap the legislation, which is being seen as a real possibility, could have significant implications for all internet companies in the USA. At its core, Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act reads, quote, No provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. The legislation has seen several debates since social media platforms started being accused of playing a part in the 2016 US presidential elections, allegedly allowing Russian groups to exert influence through fake news and propagandist messages. The legislation has been a raging topic on several occasions at the US Congress. For different reasons, both the Republicans and Democrats believe that there is a pressing need to either amend or scrap the law entirely. Democrats see the law as providing a protective shield to big tech companies, allowing their platforms to spread fake news, misinformation and other toxic content. Republicans believe that the law gives technology companies the ability to generate biases among users and voters alike. An amendment to the law holding tech companies responsible for the content being produced in their platforms will dictate the future of managing user-generated content on the internet. That is all for today. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings from around the world. Tune into Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. Egomong helps you make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website, insights.egomonk.com that is i-n-s-i-g-h-t-s dot e-g-o-m-o-n-k dot c-o-m to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us, then please email us at contact at the rate egomonk.com. Mm-hmm.